In the fall of 2001, police from Olathe, Kansas would knock on the door of a suburban Delaware, Ohio home. They would be met at the door by 44-year-old Melinda Raish. Melinda Raish was a upstanding community member, mother of two, and wife to a wealthy dentist in the area. However, Melinda was harboring a 20-year-old secret, one that blew the lid wide open on her perfect suburban life. This is the case of David Harmon. Viewer discretion is advised. Melinda Raish was born Melinda Lambert in 1967 to her mother, her father, and two other siblings. Melinda's father was a big man in the Nazarene church, and that is what her childhood and life revolved around. When Melinda was 19 and working at a church camp, she would meet 20-year-old David Harmon. After a few months of dating, the two quickly got married and moved to Olathe, Kansas, after Melinda's father landed her a job at Mid-America Nazarene College. David found work at a local bank, and they both began their happy lives together. Melinda was very popular with the students at Mid-America, right along with David. They were most popular with one student in particular, Mark Mangelsdorf. Mark Mangelsdorf was considered the big man on campus. He made good grades, was very nice, very smart, and according to some, very charismatic when it came to the ladies. And the way he hung around the dean's office led people to believe that he was trying to pull the most beautiful girl in the dean's office at that time, Melinda Harmon. Melinda Harmon also fueled the rumors by flirting with Mark and also having him at her home when her husband David was never really around. She was warned on numerous occasions that although people didn't suspect that she was having an affair with Mark, they told her that it was inappropriate with her spending that much time with a student both in and out of school. Melinda would tell people that her marriage to David was the most important thing in her life. And as a religious woman, her marriage would never end in divorce. That summer in 1982, at around 3 a.m., the Bergstrands, the neighbors to the Harmons, awoke to a series of strange and disturbing noises. Around 4 a.m., they heard banging and pounding at their front door. It was Melinda Harmon. She had told them that David Harmon had been killed and there were these air quote black guys who took the bank keys. The cops immediately arrived right along with Mark Mangelsdorf and police would then embark on a mystery that would stretch out over the next 21 years. When police entered the bedroom of Melinda and David Harmon, they were immediately taken aback at what they saw. David Harmon was lying face up in his bed with his face beaten to mush. Police initially thought it was a shotgun blast that had killed David Harmon due to the extent of the damage and how much blood splatter and brain matter was scattered throughout the home. Melinda had told them that David was beaten to death in his sleep and she was yanked out of bed and the intruders demanded that she give them the bank keys so that they can go and rob the bank. Once their dirty deed was done, Melinda was knocked unconscious, and when she awoke, she told police she immediately ran to her neighbors and had them call Mark Mangelsdorf and the authorities. 
Mark Mangelstorff claimed that he had not been at the Harmon home before the murder or during the murder, and that he only arrived once he was called and notified of David Harmon's murder. Police did not believe that. For one, when they brought in cadaver dogs to track the killer's scent, the cadaver dogs made a beeline trail from the Harmon's bedroom to the dumpster outside of Mark Mangelsdorf's apartment. The dumpster had been emptied that morning, so any evidence was lost. They also found three presumptive spots of blood inside Mark Mangelsdorf's apartment. However, 1980, far as forensics were, air quote, the stone age compared to today. After one year of investigating the case, police had no evidence linking either Mark or Melinda to David's murder. And the case eventually went on Alatha PD's cold case files. 19 years would pass with no new developments. In the summer of 2001, cops would get a break. They were looking to test out new DNA evidence and new DNA technology, and it seemed like their best shot at solving the case of David Harmon. But while they were waiting on the DNA results, they also looked up Mark Mangelstorff and Melinda Harmon, who had now come to be known as Melinda Raish, and they knocked their world wide open. Melinda had no idea what was coming when, without notice, Olathe PD knocked on her door. And according to reports, she was taken aback. When they walked into her home, they asked her, they said, Melinda, what can you tell us about that night in 1982? And her story was dramatically different than the one she had initially told back in 1982. When police would get Melinda down into an interrogation room, they pounced on her inconsistencies. Melinda then cracked, asking detectives, what are her options? The detective would say, excuse me? She would say, I have a family, so what are my options? They told her that her best bet would be to A, tell the truth, and B, get on the wagon. According to the prosecutor who seen the video, he said, and I quote, innocent people don't want deals, guilty people want deals. When the DNA results came back a few weeks later, police issued arrest warrants for both Mark Mangelsdorf and Melinda Raish. Mark Mangelsdorf was extradited from New Jersey and he was able to post his $300,000 bail. When Melinda's trial began, it was a circus inside the courtroom. Between Melinda's defense claiming that Melinda was totally innocent and Mark committed the murder on his own, to the prosecution laying out piece after piece of evidence, proving that Melinda Harmon was not only a willing participant, but also a co-conspirator in the plot to murder her husband. Prosecution laid out their case by saying that Melinda, being bored with her life of a married woman, had sought the company of Mark Mangelstorff. An affair ensued, and the two devised the plan to get David Harmon out of the way. This is what police and prosecutors believed happened on the night that David Harmon was killed. Melinda Harmon had let Mark Mangelstorff into the home. Mark Mangelstorff stood over David as he slept, and Melinda watched as Mark beat her husband to death. 
Once David was dead, Mark punched Melinda to look at it, look at it as though intruders had come in, robbed the place or attempted to wanted to rob the bank and left her. Melinda's defense countered by saying Melinda was not that type of person. They also claimed that the state's motive was weak. I'm air quote. I'm so driven by my religion that I won't get a divorce, but murder is just fine to me. That does not make any sense. That is what was said by Melinda Raish's defense attorney. They also claimed that Mark Mangelsdorf had the only motive to want David Harmon out of the way. When Mark Mangelsdorf was put on the stand, he theoretically denied that he had any sexual relationship with Melinda Harmon. He claimed that Melinda Harmon slash Raish was his friend. He claimed that he also had no reason to want to harm David Harmon and he did not participate in his murder. Melinda Harmon was found guilty on all counts and immediately sentenced to life in prison. When Mark Mangelsdorf's trial was approaching, her defense attorneys would approach the prosecution and they were offered a plea deal. With Melinda now helping the prosecution, Mark thought it would be better for himself to confess to his role. Mark Mangelsdorf would plead guilty to the second degree murder of David Harmon. Although many speculate as to why Melinda could have wanted her husband dead, her deposition did answer one question that nagged at detectives for years. Why did David and Melinda go their separate ways after David's murder? According to Melinda, David's murder plot sounded good in theory. It was exciting to talk about. But when Mark actually carried out the act, she was completely turned off. So the two decided to go their separate ways and never to speak again. And Melinda would then go on for the next 21 years of her life, carrying her secret until the past and the police finally caught up with her. According to one of David Harmon's former co-workers, she said, now it's out there. Everybody knows she did it and she's going to pay. She has lived the high life for 23 years and now it's her turn. She did not give David a chance for a future. And now we will curb her future for a while. Melinda Harmon was released from prison in 2015. Mark Mangelsdorf was released from prison in 2018. Their current whereabouts are unknown, although it is speculated that they went back to their families and are trying to live a private life out of the spotlight. Thank you for listening. This has been the season premiere of Till Death Do Us Part, the podcast. Thank you. I love you and be safe.